That We're door. not disgusting. You're a freak. This had nothing to do with whipping my boyfriend. And he's coming down the side. Acebo. He's out in front. He shoots on Mitch. Mitch saves it. Amazing. Oh, Acebo is embarrassed. Oh, the horror. Look at him go. He's oh, you crying. Hate to see oh, it. he snaps his stick. This is hockey. You didn't even know it. Oh, he's challenging Mitch to a fight. And the rest of Mitch's team comes out and cuts his throat. <laughs> oh, God. It's horrible. What a black day. What a black day for hockey. <laughs> I'm sorry. That'd be a good opening. Yeah, it's great. No, it's all yeah. You didn't know that was happening. I didn't see that one coming. Hey, guys. Yeah. We're back here on the Skimbo Lounge. I'm Alex. And I am Rory, as always. And uh, as I like to call him, Rory Shitters Full Fitzgerald. Oh, that's great. I don't know how I got that. How did I get that name exactly? When did this happen? We did a skit on one of the old pods. It was, uh, I think, the original Dumb Fucks of Comedy or something like that. We <laughs> right. all just played horrible redneck stereotypes. Oh, right. 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 And that was that. Which we got from that show. <laughs> blue collar comedy yeah no no no. We, we, it was blue collar comedy mixed with that line we from that old what was the show called shitters full were they like uh national lampoon's christmas vacation no no shitters full. it might have been in that i'm sure it's actually in a bunch of stuff but i was thinking of uh it's that one that makes fun of lost um and they they're on the island uh, wrecked wrecked yes that's a another fan, og pod reference a fantastic show uh and they do that they do that joke in that as well it's such a universal bit of comedy. It's fantastic. And we'll just steal it from that. I when love you hear it. someone yell, <laughs> shitter's full. It's just funny. It's just good time. Or maybe that just shows how immature we are. Probably. Yeah, that's great. I think mostly that one. That's all right. Um, we wanted to we wanted to kick this pot off. Of course, we want to tease you that in the back half, yes, the continuing saga of Reverend William will be seen in its entirety. And oh, by yeah. that, I mean the third part will be seen in its entirety. Unless you haven't been paying attention and you haven't, if you didn't, if you haven't been following along, then go. you might have some homework, I guess. You should know that up. these episodes are numbered. So yep. if you're jumping in on number three, I advise you to head back a couple episodes. <laughs> I mean, do what you want. I'm not your mom. I'm, I'm not your mom. Right. That's my. You can get a lot from context. That's what it all comes down to. I am not your mom. But we are matchmakers for a moon man. But I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> on the Skimbo Lounge. Uh, here on the Skimbo Lounge today. So that is actually a great pitch dovetail rory into what i want to talk to the listeners about yeah okay which is reach out to us interact well, with us we're just we'd love to hear from you rambling a little bit and uh well that's the one thing that always kind of like uh, i'd like to see more of personally is if you guys have any random things you want to hear us mull over you know sit here hey what do these two <laughs> i know everyone asks themselves what do these two white guys think about this <laughs> so please if you got any of those, my feelings on the movie Schindler's List, because we were asked to by Pookie Bear 69 uh, is... I don't know which one of you that is. I assume Dante. I assume that's his handle. Uh, friend of the pod, Dante. Yeah. Hi, Dante. I give him another shout out because he interacted with us. He did. That's so, the thing. And so, see, that's why he gets rewarded. And I would also like to... Yeah, I, we, we've got some people we want to acknowledge. Um, Matty P. We found out he was listening. Really? Matty P's listening. From, out there. From, from back home. From back home. Ah, oh, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Now, fun thing about a uh, new friend of the pod, Matty P. We used to play music together. Uh, I used to hang out with him all the time. I remember a really funny story because I've known him since, like, elementary school, really. Uh, 
And I remember one time when I was really younger, I was super fascinated with music, but didn't play any instruments and had never touched one before. And I knew he had a drum set <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, do you play? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and I just totally made it up just because I wanted to play so bad. And I got there and like two seconds, I hit the things like you don't play the drums, do you? And I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> and we hung out a bunch, but it was just like this random memory I remember. Where I just conned him into bringing me to his house so I could see this um, this kit, and ever since then I was obsessed with music. Mm-hmm. So I thank Maddie P for that. See, isn't that a nice thing? And like, you get that because someone reached out and yeah. let us know they're listening. And like, these are the cool stories you can hear. Classic. Because I don't know if you all know this, but Roy's a hell of a drummer. He's a hell of a musician. That's oh, a big I, deal. I love playing music. I'm we're getting. A, we're I'm being honest fan. with you guys. <laughs> Does it make you like us? I'm vulnerable. We'll do whatever you want. Just tell us what you want us to do. I told you a vulnerable story about when I lied to a childhood friend. <laughs> How dare you? I laid myself bare. <laughs> do you wash, Do you wish me to bleed? Look, I'll uh, put it this way. We uh, all love Reverend William, right? Everyone's uh, telling me they love the Reverend William bit. Oh, that God. came from someone just randomly sending me that as like a look how fucking funny this it warms is. me in the cockles of my heart. And now it's a cockles. C- celebrated bit. Tell them about what the cockles of the heart is. What is that? The what cockles of, of the heart? Yeah, what part of your heart it's is It's type that? 2 diabetes. Okay. Common right. misconception. I should go to a doctor. I think you should. I should. Immediately. Those sounds are not normal. I can smell your feet stumps from here. It's weird. When my heart beats, I feel it in my stomach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Makes a real purdy noise like a whale sound. I don't think that's normal. I got whale sounds left over from Whale Hospital. I'll pipe some of those in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, great. We have new friends uh, listening to the pod. Yeah. That's uh, great. We got some people in Texas. Kim and Annie. Oh boy! Um, on Instagram, we're on Instagram. We can be reached, yeah, at Skimbo Lounge. We right. made it really easy for you. Is that who's been taking pictures of me in my room when I? <laughs> is that that flash from outside? Yes, Rory. You have an award-winning taint. You haven't shared those yet, have you? Care to comment? I'll give you anything for those photos back. <laughs> so, I yeah. really, I'd like to make tasteful pictures and put them on my wall. Tasteful with nice, nudes with a nice, uh, like a frame, uh, like probably a nice black frame. Ooh, that'll that'll. Spruce uh, nicely. I'm going to call you out here. I gave you a David Bowie poster for Christmas, and you ain't framed that and put it up yet. Oh, I know. I need to. But you know what's the fun thing about being poor? <laughs> <laughs> An $11 frame will literally bankrupt you. <laughs> There's no Walmart nearby. You can't frame my pretty pictures. We have such a hard time staying on uh, task. The point of all of it being, we love hearing from you. Mm. Reach out to us. Of course. And we'll, that's the last we'll say on the matter. Oh, Until sure. the end of the episode when we remind you of our handles on social media. Do you guys get it? <laughs> I'm trying I'm just, to be real with you. Honestly, I'm just shocked we have an Instagram, to be honest. I have never engaged with our own Instagram myself. I mean... Uh, to be fair, I mean, I'll call myself out on that one. You're the social media guy. I uh, I purged myself. I am an uh, an online... I'm a ghost, except for... Neo-Luddite. Through, through the, the old uh, Skimbo Lounge tags, which, again, you handle. I think you should take over the Skimbo Lounge Instagram because I got to oh, run my God. own Instagram and the Skimbo Lounge one. I'm just going to take pictures of weird shit. Done. All right, fine. Dude, I've been putting up videos of myself wearing glasses just like... Would everyone here like to see pictures of people asleep on the subway in New York City? If you would, go ahead and uh, hit us up. <laughs> Tweet 69. Get, hashtag 69. Get ready to like all the random shit. That I'm going to take pictures of in the next uh, couple weeks here because that sounds fun. All right. I think you should. Challenge on. You only have to follow our followers so it's not like you're going to get inundated with bullshit. It's and then be you great. can just add whatever you want to it. Oh, it's going to be I'll turn the awful. keys over to you tonight. It's going to be 
terrible. I, for one, cannot wait. So make sure you're following at Skimbo Lounge on this Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. I invoke shit list. Oh, God. I think you honestly get a, a sick thrill out of my misery. <laughs> Am I going to be like, you're being ridiculous? Yeah, because I think you get a sick thrill out of how much it upsets me. Oh, this is a food thing, isn't it? It's the Astoria Chipotle. Oh, when yes. When is this I was... fucking place Damn opening? It, you needed to give me a couple more questions. <laughs> God. I looked it up. It was supposed to open in October. Then it was pushed to January. We are in February. And they do not look anywhere close to opening. I wonder if they're having problems, like, problems staffing it. I'll come work at it. I'll come work at it for the free Chipotle. If that's what it takes. I don't love Chipotle that much, but when we hang out and do this podcast... I'll come in and work for a half hour for a free Chipotle. <laughs> hey there, Mark. If you work a two-hour shift, you can get uh, drinks and chips. And- can you imagine how awesome that would be if there was a, a place that you could go and work? And uh, you just... Listen, you just have to work there for a half hour. You get a free meal for doing it. And then you can just fuck off afterwards. It's like a turnkey. That's yeah. not a bad idea. You just walk in, they trust you. Oh, man, the number <laughs> of fry burns. <laughs> just, oh, jeez. This is an insurance nightmare. In the future, I guess we're going to have to start drug testing people because that guy, that was he was obviously on crack. We we should brand that a Skimbo Cafe. Skimbo, to, Skimbo Country Kitchen. Try to drink from the fry later. <laughs> Uh, apparently, a lot of people thought this was a safe injection site, and uh, <laughs> do not eat the blooming onion. Oh, Jesus, that is the, that's sad. It's one of the uh, sadder things to think about. I yeah, hope that doesn't sure. happen to the Skimbo Country Kitchen yeah. once we open it. Once this we fall, open it in multiple locations, all of them near you, wherever you are. <laughs> we got some what I would call the Iowa caucus debacle. We didn't think we were going to talk about it. I want to talk about it. You want to talk about it? I want to talk about it a little bit. We don't have to get far in the weeds. So, first of all, are you familiar with how the Iowa caucuses work? Uh, mm, I mean, like, I know, like, it's basically, it's meaningless. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, like, a primary is a secret ballot where you go in and you you punch a chat or you write it in or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a private thing. Caucuses, they meet in, like, VFW halls and schools and libraries Mm -hmm. And you publicly declare declare your support. Oh, I didn't know it actually worked like that. For one of your candidates, and if they get less than 15%, you have to go to your second choice. I thought it was a similar... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I so like it was Tulsi a similar Gabbard, process. if you vote for Tulsi Gabbard, eventually they go fucking afterthought. Mm, no, pick someone else. Yeah, you gotta come over here, and you're like, mm, I guess Biden, and you go over there. Wow. And the delegates get allotted proportionally from that. Interesting. So then in 2016... There were issues of transparency with Bernie and Hillary yeah. and that whole situation. Because Bernie didn't do amazing in Iowa. Well, so what I had heard that <clears throat> the big thing in Iowa that you know, I, I, I have some friends that I talk about with this. And uh, it makes a little bit more sense now that you explain that process a bit more because I had never looked into it. Where there's that it's first cockamamie. So there's that first polling and then there's the final polling. Um, and so there was a discrepancy in 80 provinces out of like they have like 90 something but there's a discrepancy in 80 provinces between the number of people in the first poll and the number of people in the second poll big discrepancies big discrepancies and so that brought in a huge question that's why it took so long for uh the results to be released so everyone's kind of taking everything about it with a grain of salt what happened was after 2016 
they decided they wanted the raw totals. They needed hard copies, which is why the app was developed. Yeah. But it was rushed out. It wasn't properly tested. Why don't you go ahead and tell everyone the name of the company? <laughs> the name of the company, and you cannot make this up, is uh, Shadow. And Shadow. their parent company is literally acronym. <laughs> I think that's fucking amazing. It's just like a... I don't know. It's like it's out of a fucking movie. It's like I feel like a Will Ferrell movie. It's like that on the nose. I feel like it's Will Ferrell mixed with like uh, Escape from L.A. or something. Like we're heading there, like, you know. John Carpenter and Will Ferrell. What a combination! Yep, that'd Will, be pretty good. Will Ferrell is Snake Plissken. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, geez, it's just a hologram of me. Oh, I'm surfing down the trash in New York City. Woo! <laughs> so now we've got all these fucking little old lady volunteers. Yeah, at these little caucusing centers, trying I to see use, two hands, trying so to use the app, and the app is fucking up. So it's not just they were incompetent with the app; it was not. It was designed with all these strange flaws because they were just like address the security aspect of it. And in well, they some just don't ways, want to be hacked from an outside source. But right. What they're missing is is multiple logons and false identification, most likely. And I know nothing about computing, but I saw an article that mentioned something about open sourcing. Yeah, so. Open sourcing versus closed sourcing is sort of like um, closed source is the sort of thing that Apple does, where if you want to create a product for uh, iPhone, say, you need to go through Apple Corporation in order to get approval to make the app or else it's not going to work on iPhones. You need to get the proprietary rights to do so. Open source is where anyone can make an app for anything and put it on the marketplace. And so in the one hand, it's way more open. There's a lot more options than say, so like I'm using an Android and you're using an iPhone. The iPhone is going to most likely have, uh, you know, higher quality options, arguably. But the Android is going to have so many more options that there's always the chance for there to be a cheaper, better option in there than you paying, say, like, oh, there's an app that I really need because it does this thing, but it's a $20 app and I can't, there's nothing else that compares. And I'm sitting over here going, well, I've got an app and it doesn't do this one thing that yours does, but I paid $3 for it. It's like that kind of comparison. And so the open source is great, but at the same time, open source also comes with the issue of it there being a lot more malware and spyware the the chance of it being you know you know uh, the issue of being hacked and that sort of thing is is a higher risk but also there's i mean not to get too argumentative about it the thing about closed source is that once you're in the system you're fucking in and that's why apple is always like oh we don't really have to worry about you know like a lot of people don't worry about you know having uh you know antivirus and things like that because for years and years there was no anti like there were people weren't making viruses for Macs because they were such a small percentage and the kind of people were creating viruses you weren't making it because this asshole over here is using iTunes and that's what those stupid hipsters never understood they were making it so that they could get into a corporate database to do something you know what I mean they were making it so they could destroy companies by destroying all of the computers there they were doing that kind of shit and those all ran on windows and that's why bill gates is a billionaire not because douchebags bought windows to play command and conquer in the fucking late 90s but because every fucking company in america was running on windows 98 and windows 2000 and windows xp and all of their enterprise software only ran on windows and so they were only making viruses for that but then all of those hipsters grew up and they started using Mac software for everything because they were being different and trendy. And then you went to all these little boutiques and they were using Mac software to do credit card scans. And the hackers took fucking notice. And now, if you're an Apple user and you don't have antivirus and shit like that, you're an idiot. Because now they're writing shit for Apple software. 
because it's all changed and the, the dynamic is different. So there's a fun little thing between open source and closed source. Well, there we go. And a little bit of a, my own little rant. By the way, <laughs> little bit, Just a little bit. You fucking Apple users don't understand. You don't get it. Peppered in there. Well, I just, I get bothered. I, I had a lot of friends who were like, oh, I'm going to buy, I need to, I, I'm thinking about buying a laptop. What do I want to get? And I'm like, you should buy a PC and you should build it yourself. <laughs> but will the Iowa caucus voting app from Shadow still be a giant piece of shit? Well, see, I don't get why they did that back to that. Because what happens if I'm like, yeah, I got two phones, man. <laughs> Well, it's not. How does it work? I mean, it's the. It's not like individuals were logging their votes. These were given to the volunteers. So, like, oh, these phones were. Given this them. is my aunt Cheryl. She's here for the, you know, Rapid City, fucking. But it was municipal open source. center. No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. I mean, I, I, the I brought up that article, um, but I didn't like really comprehensively read it because the text jargon doesn't mean anything to me. Okay, and it was fair. assuming that knowledge, and I was like. Meh. It's going to send me down a million other rabbit holes to research this thoroughly. I yep, don't got the time. Fair. That's understandable. But, and the reason I bring it up is just because it was just this confluence of things where it was just the terrible programming, no support. Aunt Cheryl doesn't know what to fucking do with the, with the app. Yeah. It's, it's a shit show, and it's a dumb I don't know when fucking to start. system anyway. And they just, they totally botched it all around. It got totally botched. Well, if you, if you, Read into what the results said. Well, and that's the interesting and part. That's, well, that's where I, you know, you, I mean, I'm no expert, so you got to take what I'm saying. I don't, you know, <laughs> but it sounds interesting if there's more people at in the final vote than there were in the first vote. What it sounds like is there's a lot of people out there that wanted to vote in the first vote that didn't know what they were doing and didn't figure it out until the second. You know what I mean? And so there's the issue because you can't, I mean... It's hard to say, like, well, there's people out there that might have had more representation in the first vote, which would have gotten them into what was the second round of pick between these two people because they were the most popular from the first. Well, they also did these weird satellite caucuses for people who couldn't be in Iowa. It's a fucking stupid yeah. idea. Well, they and need again, to stop just, doing it. Yeah. Well, uh, there's always the potential it's not going to be around next time because they really fucked it up this time because so here's the after thing after this they're gonna well, have to make sweeping changes well to giving system. giving the fact that the the results came out i'm pretty sure they came out after the state of the union from donald trump correct i do believe so yeah so that's a big problem for after the, he was acquitted of, imp of the whole exactly that's a huge huge problem for the democrats going forward you know towards the election because you want the iowa caucuses to have this you know you you want there to be that uh declaration of a winner and you want it to happen before that so that it gets its time in the news and the winner can make a statement and all of the other people can have their say. And it's not completely undercut by the president doing whatever the fuck he's doing. And, and Nancy Pelosi fucking Trump tearing up the piece of paper yep. and all that stuff. Which, to be fair, was a smart move because instead of talking about what he said during the, the State of the Union... Everyone was talking about that instead. Sure. It was a brilliant move. People, oh, I hated it, blah, 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 as she takes free rent in all of their heads. Pretty much. And it's, I'm telling you, that was honestly a really great move. I'm not saying that's like, that's going to fix it. Uh, that's it. That'll do it. We, we figured it out here on the Skimbo We solved Lounge. it, everybody. Two guys who looked like they got one wiped ass between them. <laughs> they <laughs> saved democracy. <laughs> Which one is it? Find out on the next <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was neither of us. Um, I want to challenge you to something. What's that? Let's go to the Democratic National Convention this summer, because I think it's going to be Chicago '68 all over again. It's a lot of a lot of Bernie people are like, "Let's show up at the convention." I could be a crazy place to get some podcasts. Put the mixer from. in my uh, in the back of my backpack and walk around. Sir, who are you here? 
<laughs> just to hit him in the head with ow. He's a man with a Yoshi backpack with I'm a, a podcasting yeah, mixer. I'm in a it. delegate from ow. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what do you think of uh, Donald Trump's chance in the ow? I think be pretty terrible. I'd probably, I'd probably just make people very mad. The first time you hit someone with a mic, you'd, you'd be kicked <laughs> out. <of there. laughs> let's, let's be honest. Let's go with. All right, I'll go in with a little bit uh, better of a plan. We're podcasting right. from the hotel. We're gonna ask uh, <laughs> the hotel manager what he thinks of all this. Sir, you need to leave. <laughs> it's getting on. It's, uh, it's, it, it got pretty viral what you did, and we can't have that bad. You guys can't podcast here. We got Pepsi being delivered to the vending machine. Just throwing shit at us on our way out. I think, Boo, you hurt that man. But think about the exposure, Rory. <laughs> great. When we get escorted out of this fine city of Milwaukee. Yeah, I'll think about it. It's Milwaukee in July. Think about it. Yeah, it's Mo- the best time to go to Milwaukee. Milwa- Is there ever a good time to go to Milwaukee? Of course. It, it's great. Do a Brewers game. <laughs> we'll go see the bronze fawn statue. Have a fish fry. Can I give you a quick example of something, Rory? Uh, what? Of the power of when our listeners reach out to us. I think we need to take a commercial break. And I think it's going to dovetail nicely. With something that listener Emily Machado helped me out with. What's that? She secured me a sponsor. And I'm going to read an ad read for them. This is uh, exciting. God damn it. Are you a fella who loves his denim but hates the way it accentuates your bulge? Can people tell your religion just by looking at your crotch? Maybe you haven't washed your dungarees in a while, and now they're so soft that they cling to the generous contours of your wang. Are you sick of the public constant embarrassment? Presenting Tucker Jeans. <laughs> Come on. Their patented tuck technology eliminates your unsightly bulge. With Tucker Jeans, pants tents are a thing of the past. And Tucker Jeans won't just save you from awkward social situations, they can save your career. Listen to this. This is a letter from uh, Grover McNugent. He's a high school principal from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And he writes, I didn't expect to go viral when I accidentally sat on my testicles at a pep rally. But then again, I didn't expect to go to the hospital either. It wasn't until I saw the meme compilations that I knew I had to make a change in my life. Thanks to Tucker Jeans, I've got my school spirit back. Go Bantams! You love to see it, folks. That is Tucker Jeans. They're the real deal. They're bringing people together. And if you use the code SKIMBOBULGE, you can get a complimentary catheter kit, $90 value, yours free. Tucker Jeans are also not criminally liable in the event of penile numbness or loss of blood supply to the scrotum. Tucker Jeans. No suspicious bulges? <laughs> no problem. Now I know why you didn't tell me about that beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, when we come back, <laughs> up next, we've got uh, uh, part three. Part three, right? Yeah. We're on part yeah, three. part three. Of the saga of, uh, of the good reverend here on the Skimbo Lounge. From the makers of Coke and Diet Coke comes Diet Coke. I love Diet Coke. Diet Coke is great. I punched a hole in my wall and I broke my dining room table. All that same great Coke taste without all the pesky calories. My heart feels like a jackhammer! I wanna fuck everything! Great at home or on the go, inside or outside, with friends or family. Diet Coke makes any time a great time. Great on Carol, just bench press the grill! I can't feel my mouth! My nose is bleeding! It's Diet Coke. It's cocaine. Hey everybody, Rory from Skimbo Lounge here. 
There seems to be a lot of confusion about uh, what the Iowa caucuses are and how they work. That's why I'm here to tell you about the new board game that brings the excitement of the caucuses out of the VFW halls and into your living room. Introducing Hot Caucuses. But how does it work? <laughs> Couldn't be simpler. Each player writes down the name of a presidential candidate and drops it into the hat. Next, draw a destiny card. If you get an odd number, collect one caucus token. If you get an even number, RUN! The remaining players draw names from the hat. Aw, Tom Steyer would rip off. The remaining players will have one chance to complete all nine verses of the caucus song in its original old Iowan. If you mess up, Joe Biden gets to give you an old scalp massage. Mmm, you smell nice. I bet you use one of them uh, dry shampoos. I don't know. This, uh, this seems pretty complicated. Oh, it gets easier. All you have to do is answer the three riddles and retrieve the caucus dagger from the Sphinx's tomb. Use the dagger to carve out the heart of the fetid calf and toss it on the fire. If the smoke burns white, you forfeited the caucus. But if the smoke turns black, congratulations, your candidate is president. Now I think I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> of course you are, John C. Riley. You'd have to be a complete idiot to fuck this up. It's Hot Caucus, the game that's an embarrassing nightmare for the whole family. Supplies are limited, so order now. Now back to the show. We're back here on the Skimbo Lounge. Great commercials. Oh, boy. Wonderful commercials. Weren't those uh, very energetic? I really appreciated all of them. Couldn't pick a favorite for you. They were all spectacular. Weren't they? But let's not beat around the proverbial bush any longer, Rory. We promised these people the continuing saga of finding my awesome Republican goddess. It's part three. It's part three. And um, I was thinking about it last night. Oh, you were, you've, been, you've been putting in some thought time on this. I have put in some thought time because I thought so, to myself, why are we doing this? What's uh, the point of this? Because it's funny. Because it's funny. Well, I, it's because it's fascinating. I. It's fa also fascinating. I really am. Like the more it's like, looking into this guy being like, does he really think he's gonna find someone who's like, I fit all of this criteria? I too believe in harmonic resonance. The thing is, the thing with you did with that pendulum really moved me, Reverend. <laughs> really resonated with me. <laughs> he. The thing is, someone is out there who may not necessarily believe all of those things but is open to them and can be led no, to that. No, you're right. And you know, I'm not saying that like I don't know, it's just such a weird thing the way how in depth he goes. I don't know. It's not how I approach dating, I think is is the thing f that weirds me out the most about it. That's why I find it so fascinating because for me I'm like you can be your own person. We'll see how it, you know, goes, right. you know. We'll figure it out along the way whether it works or not. I'm not sitting there being like I'm not, I mean, don't be wrong. I'm not 68. I'm like, I don't have much time left. We we need to be perfect, 25-year-old. Well, that's the thing. I, lo I look at Reverend William sometimes and I go, am I looking at my future? Like, are we going to be doing this <laughs> podcast in 2055? And I'm like, seeking my level five laser lotus. Are you out there? <laughs> Rory, boost our levels. Like, what's your cutoff age? <laughs> well, at that point, you you're don't 68. Know. I'm 68. What's the rule? It's like half it's, your age it's plus been seven. That old, yeah, and you've got a robo penis at this point. 
Hmm, the complicates oh, yeah, things. You, I'll get back got, to you on that. And you've got an AI liver. Oh, yeah, right. We were talking about this guy. About the guy. Well, because our, our buddy got engaged last night. Ah, uh, yes. And it's a wonderful Obnoxious thing. Obnoxious friend of the pod, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Marla are engaged. Jeff, are you listening? Probably not, because you just got engaged. Yeah, you have better things to do, like be engaged. You're too high on those endorphins right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so he, he was telling us about it, and... Anytime that happens, like it always forces a lot of introspection. You're really happy for them, and you're like, they look so happy. Like, I wonder if I could be that happy. Can am I ever going to find anyone that makes me feel that way? But then I realize I'm the person that like has to stop messing with women on Bumble, <laughs> messing, and like telling them about my dead parents. <laughs> Are you serious, dude? This one girl. Okay. F- the the full yeah, story. Yeah, you probably is... got to stop doing that. I was like messing with them. How? Because like I had someone who was like. Why don't we just, you know, say we met in a market? And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll just go say, I was buying six hungry men for one. <laughs> and uh, you were buying wine before you went back to your six cats so that you could uh, harass celebrities on their Instagrams. And uh, it didn't get much farther than that. But So, like, I, you know. You I've hit her with the guys. long form weird. Yeah, exactly. I hit her with the short form morbid. I, yeah, I hit her with too much weird too soon. You just can't. You got to ease them into the weird, I guess. Apparent, well, no, I, I, you do. It's like it, meeting people is really hard these days, especially when you try to meet people like online. You know, this is why this again, this guy with his criteria seems for me especially insane. Right. Well, and like I want a connection, and I'm not going to get that on a dating app because they're looks based, and I look like an unfinished clone of Michael Keaton. <laughs> I, curiosity <laughs> clicks and accidental right swipes. That's where I live on online dating. I think you're being very generous, Michael Keaton. <laughs> I mean, old My, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is a treasure. <laughs> he is. Let's be honest. We'd all fuck Michael Keaton. Wouldn't take a dating app to prove it. (laughs) But like, I don't know. So all of this is to say. Are you listening, Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton. Do you believe in the laser lotus as well? But this. So this girl messages me on Bumble Uh and goes with this stellar opening line. Are you ready for this? Okay, go on. Hi. That's hot. (laughs) That's hot. Hi, what's. What's going on? Because I literally on my profile say, if guys have to do better than saying hi for an opening line, then so do you. I oh. just It's the app where you approach us first. So like, do better than hi. So she starts with that. And I said, all right, I'll bite. Walk it out a little bit. We very clearly were not going to be compatible. And then she hits me with the question out of nowhere. So what are you looking for on Bumble? And I said, the man who killed my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and she quickly unmatched us <laughs> come on that's incredible so now i wonder why i can't find true love no that's listen if someone if a girl said that to me i would die laughing it's I very think, different I'd circumstances like, listen, we need to meet over coffee and uh we'll put together a sheet and we'll go out and we'll search <laughs> we're going to canvas We've got to find the one, our man. The only problem is I have no idea what he looks like, and there were no witnesses. I just know some guy killed my parents. I'm, like, I'm just checking all my sources. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are we about to become a sitcom? <laughs> is that what's about to happen? So, uh, like, I don't know. All of that introspection led me to the conclusion, like, are we, to quote roommate of the pod, Jim, yucking someone's yum? Because this is a guy uh, who's going about looking for love. The, the only way he really knows how, and he believes in what he's doing. It's so not are the we only the way assholes for making fun of him? Here's the thing. It's not the only way he knows how. Unless, 
like he was like I've got children and grandchildren which we know he does so unless it's like a real hasty fucking thing for old 68 reverend uh you know i just i i can't come like a he doesn't know any better he doesn't know another way than to stringently put a criteria of strange things online for his special woman to adhere to otherwise they won't resonate and reach millions of people <laughs> Well, when I say the only way I know how, I mean relative to the way this man's mind clearly works. He knows he's looking for something he's not going to find on Tinder. You can find a girl whose literal first picture yeah, is a picture of her lowering her child's coffin. You're yeah, right. I don't know how you put all of what... Yes. yeah. That was a real it. thing that happened on uh, Vermont Tinder. I saw that. That's yeah, very that sad. Was, I did not swipe right. Yeah, it's because it, it's only 135 characters. And this guy's... We're like, chapter 12! So... He's also, f- roommate of the pod, Jim, also made a good point, which was this guy put himself out there. He's open to subjective critique. And I think when the guy's uh, telling women that like they have to adhere to his standards to be considered resonant, I, I think he, he look, kind of like, am I, but am I using his bad behavior to justify my own in making fun of him for the amusement of our listeners? Uh, I. Uh, These are the questions I ask. I don't deep. feel one way or another. These are the well, questions no. I pose. I don't know, man. I When I think about it, I think he's more than welcome to look and we're more than welcome to comment on it because he entered the, the, the ethos that is the internet, you know? Very true. And to be fair, we didn't stumble upon it. Someone else found it and it was passed to us. True. But are and, we implicating uh, our listeners in a schadenfreude? Hmm. Interesting. Um, How Kubrickian of me. That's definitely possible. I must be resonating on a special frequency today. But then you got to ask yourself about the, the whether or not it's immoral to discuss a person who will never know that we're discussing him. Although I would love to... Get, I know it sounds It'd be great to pick his masturbatory brain. to be like, let's get him on the pod, but I don't know, man. There's no way we're getting the reverend on the... If he can set up that website, he could probably set up Skype and we can just capture the audio. It's definitely possible. Tanner, help us out. Listen... The YouTube link isn't the hardest thing in the world, but maybe he's got, maybe he's like, I wrote all of this, and like secretly, all of this is is uh, tacked to a wall somewhere in a barn, <laughs> and uh, he's like, I took photos of my great work and sent it off to some dude with a bundle of cash, you know, and that's how we got it all done. It's very possible. Because remember seeing the video? It's like, that's just like him against the walls. Like, maybe he went somewhere and got it done. was like, thank you. He's too busy with his murder barn <laughs> you know, to do much. Uh, Reverend, what type of skin is that you wrote that on? <laughs> I dried it myself. All right. Now, see, um, that's <laughs> again. We, I'm just saying, we don't know a lot about it. I just, there's something weird every now and then that he does where he kind of betrays his hand for me. Where I'm like, I don't feel bad now. He's like, yes, uh, me too. Yeah. Godless, communist, liberal, you know. That blew my mind. The, the, he... the propaganda of education, if it has gotten its hold in you. Are you freed from the indoctrination of the American college oh, system? Uh, yeah. And from from then on, I was like, well. I don't know why we make him Southern. He's just this like old. Ah, I just have to wax. do stupid voice because I it may it, it kind of bothers me when I see shit like that. He that's ultimately what it is. Is he's the most fascinating douchebag I've I'm, ever but found. But I'm, I'm fascinated by it, and yeah, and I just like I just I don't approve of your methods. I guess is why True. I poo poo on him. You know what I mean? And I guess maybe I'll I'll end that little notion 
here, that little anthropological, like, we're trying to understand this guy yeah. ultimately, right? It's not just about making fun of him, although it's very fun. Well, at this point, it's also in for a penny, in for a pound. Very true. So we might as well, like, we're in, if, if we are in the end tragic heroes, we're at that point where, like, it's just as hard to go back as it is to go <laughs> forward. <laughs> so we might as well push on through. I cannot, art that's flawless logic. Three Flawlessly weeks, argued. Four, four weeks later, we're standing on top of my apartment like, it looks like the forest <laughs> is coming in at us. <laughs> if you got the reference. <laughs> Anyways. Should uh, we jump in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Why don't you, uh, why don't you load up, uh, you know. So last we left the good reverend. Yeah. We talked about, he basically... <laughs> took the introduction and more facts about our relationship to talk about all the things we've, we've already covered. You will be my woman. You'll dress how I want. Together we'll be more powerful. The crystal will unite and the Skeksis will die. And David Bowie <laughs> goes back to the labyrinth and all the fucking other weird shit that he talks about. Yeah, there's not more reason to not like this guy getting rid of David Bowie. <laughs> exactly. Sending I, him back to his home planet. I know. Fuck this Anyways. guy. As David Bowie's arch nemesis, I could totally buy this guy as that. He looks like it. Look at his little jaunty mirror picture. Oh, man. Describe it for the folks. Uh, the top one. It's the kind of look here. He's like giving himself the thumbs up. He's like, you're doing all right. You picked the right hat. He didn't pick the right hat. He's giving himself the thumbs up in a mirror. Again, it, it, okay, it reminds me of um, uh, Arrested Development where he's like, Ah, this looks good. And the narrator goes, he didn't. <laughs> this is going to work out for me. It wouldn't. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Topic four. We ready to dive in? All right. Give me a, what's the first, is it got a, like a name? It's called About Me, generally. So this is awesome. where we might get some. We're going to finally get some backstory, maybe? We might finally hear the tragic okay. origin of Let, Reverend Will. So this is going to be really interesting. You, we got to preface it because we've heard everything that he wants out of someone else. So let's yes. see just how deep he goes at opening up to his soon-to-be, you know, if he's like, we'll get to know each other when you get here. It's like, <laughs> buddy. <clears throat> yeah. Let's see. Hit me. All right. <clears throat> I need a mirror to see my face, but not to see inside of myself. Like everyone else, I am God's work in progress being sculpted by a divine hammer and chisel. It's been a long, sometimes excruciating journey. I am often astonished at how well I am turning out. I seem to be getting better and better. The credit goes to God, but I do work pretty hard at self-improvement, willingly cooperating with God, including under that chisel. I am happy with who I am and how I am, I genuinely love myself, which magnifies my capacity to love you as well. In fact, I love everyone unconditionally, although I love different people to different degrees. <clears throat> I love you only a little. <laughs> I keep a log. The man overcooked my bagel. <laughs> I love him the least. I don't love him. I am gallant, confident, intensely romantic chivalrous and wildly passionate he says the same thing multiple ways he when, says he's a genius but he repeats himself constantly when i pass a fellow knight i challenge him to battle a perfect gentleman chivalrous to the end oh here we go i'm also funny i love to make women laugh and i'm good at it 
Men don't laugh. <laughs> I will do almost anything to make you smile and laugh. This includes a lot of benign teasing. Once we're laughing, we can really have fun together. Ladies have called it negging. <laughs> oh, boy. We can gaslight the night away. <laughs> God has gifted me with high intelligence and creativity, expansive vision, spiritually evolved, deep, intense. What the fuck, dude? He doesn't. That's not a sentence. No, he's just being like, I'm great, wonderful, superb, fun garish it's almost like a fucking like ai it's like when computers try to write movies yeah god has gifted me with high intelligence and creativity period expansive vision period spiritually evolved he gifted you with creativity and expansive vision he gifted you with spiritually evolved he gifted me with a dictionary (laughs) he gifted me with deep in a thesaurus (laughs) fucking christ i think big my goals are large and diverse in this paragraph, I will briefly describe four aspects of my career. Okay. Okay, here we go. How long? Okay, all right. No, get, get, go ahead. This is a long section. I'm going to try to be as expedient as I can. <clears throat> Rock it. Okay. First, I have founded a spiritual organization devoted to healing this planet by eliminating needless human suffering. Okay. It's a spiritual organization. What do you do to heal? Cult. <laughs> Uh, Second, I am creating with my team a series of online products that will revolutionize mathematics education, and we anticipate releasing our first product in late 2020. Cult jams and jellies. Third, I am creating with my team a new IT platform that will uplift the computer industry. Bible study. What does he mean by uplift? What's measurable growth? Like, Bibles. (laughs) Fourth, I make money as a consultant Working in my home office, serving clients. He literally does not say what he does. Cultist. <laughs> he literally tells you everything that he does without telling you what he does. I've been silently running a Ponzi scheme that no one has noticed. I don't know. That's interesting. I wonder what he consults about. Exactly. It'd be like kind of the cool thing if he was like, for the past 40 years, I have been a consultant to what industry? Smith and Wesson. Yeah, I I used to work in this. I was born here. Yeah. Anything. Something other than I'm selling software with some kind of team. Yeah. Like, it's fine. The software thing lets you know, like, he's in IT, but... Like... uh, but it's going to uplift the mathematics industry or whatever? Or, you know, it's going to uplift the... What, what 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 industry? What are you saying? He's gonna it's gonna uplift the industry. <sighs> uplift I'm making an, an oh app. a new IT platform that will uplift the computer industry. Ah, uh, what do you mean by that? Revolutionize an IT platform. It's like enterprise software. I think he's like the, it's the kind of thing where it's it sends you a prayer a day <laughs> while you're working. This is the millennial equivalent of a guy on a dating app saying that. He's a personal trainer when really he's unemployed and he goes to the gym all day. We're hoping to be bought out by Microsoft. Right. It's it's a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors and wishful thinking, I believe. But uh, let's see what he has to say. Wow. I'm grateful to have learned advanced skills at emotional processing from my main spiritual teacher, who is a living, enlightened master from India. Okay. We've covered... God is a part of this too. Maybe he'll tell us how these two things meld. 
what was the name of those people that were out in the west in the woods? Like they bought all that land. Oh, um, oh god, uh, the Wild Wild Country documentary yeah. covers that. Fuck, um, those guys. What if what if he was one of those guys? Oh, maybe. Fuck, what was the guy's name? It's gonna bug me. Yep. You're welcome. Oh, son of a someone bitch. Uh, who you Osho. Oh. Osho. They called their master Osho. There you go. I wonder. No, because Osho's dead, and he says he's a living master. So struck out there. As a result, I have become non-judgmental and rarely get angry. Maybe two to three times per year for just a few minutes, and then it's gone. He also taught me extreme patience. I had to be patient to survive what I've been through. I still sometimes feel stress, pain, or fear, but after 30 years with my guru, I've somehow managed to become emotionally centered, grounded, calm most of the time, which does not contradict my intensity, and genuinely happy. I was a green beret. <laughs> I saw some I shit. I did some things in the name. You don't want to know what I can do with a human femur bone. <laughs> and now, I'm super calm, except for three minutes a year. Don't touch my collection of flutes and bongs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, spending time with me may increase your own peacefulness. Other women have told me this. But I will also challenge mm. you to expand and grow. I thought he said no fatties. <laughs> the boo. <laughs> ah, you love a little abuse, Rory. <laughs> I will invite you to fully express your inner goddess through our divine resonant tantric partnership. And I will powerfully support you in doing so. Did you notice how he defined resonant but never defined tantric? <laughs> I wonder if that's coming. I wonder if that's just because like, Oh, you know what tantric means. <laughs> I don't have to explain it to you. I love... That's why it's not strict Christianity. This is my other wife. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, go on. <laughs> okay, I am guided by God in all that I do, day in and day out, including creating this one-of-a-kind website. I know the truth of reincarnation and karma. I have done considerable healing work in connection with my past lives. New Dimension discuss he believes in reincarnation so he's a scientologist <laughs> and an interesting to bring up karma in the and context of us involved, saying are we bad people i happen to be involved in a quote billion year contract with it unquote <laughs> like what it you know I, I, I wish he would say how he came by this i hope he does maybe he does this is a long section try not to stop and editorialize no too much, that's but just like, like Sometimes you gotta. That's an important point. He's not giving away a lot while saying really weird shit. Volumes from that. Crazy. I feel close to several religions. In John 13, 35, Jesus himself states, By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I love everyone and am therefore a disciple of Jesus and hence a Christian. I do not believe he was the only son of God. Rather, I believe he was a son of the only God. I also believe he has returned and is in a human body on this planet right now. He's world famous, but has not yet publicly disclosed his past life as Jesus. Don't you dare say what I think you're going to say. I go to the Malibu Hindu temple once a month for Ganesha Homa, which is a fire ceremony. And uh, a, 
Oh, fuck. It was like, Leo. <laughs> Leo's the... <laughs> it's DiCaprio. Leo is Jesus. Uh, and Abishakam, which is a milk-pouring ceremony. So I am also a Hindu. I've worshipped at several Buddhist temples, so I am a Buddhist. I am also developing a religion of my own. Rory. We can be in his cult. I told you he was a cultist. I told you. I told you. I told you. I told you. Are I told we going to believe you, in this you. cult by the time we're done? Uh, that's the new question. It better start getting a lot more cynical if I'm going to believe in it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. Like, there. like he starts it off, he sandwiches it, he makes a little scumbag lounge pull. Who out there thinks that he's a cultist? Raise your hands. He's developing a religion. Like, like by definition, he's a fucking cultist. Yes, he is. Yep, that's hooray. Holy shit! I win. What do I win? What prize do I get? Tote bag? Is it a tote bag? I have so many totes. I need a bag. The satisfaction of being right is all the reward you deserve. And all the reward you ask for. What a jip. You're a stand-up guy. I am intensely sexual. My sexual journey in this lifetime has taken me into the core of my being as a man. Into the God presence within me. I'm getting a little scared. This has been a profound, deeply spiritual journey, at times extremely painful, at others ecstatic. So he's doing Hellraiser stuff. He's got like hooks through his nipples. Oh, Jesus wept. Well, he spins from the ceiling. They play very angry German music. Oh my God, dude. This is unreal. I feel like there's going to be like a comment section at the end and it's going to be like, oh, this is Joanne, uh, the reverend's ex-wife. Uh, the thing he didn't mention anywhere in here is the fall he took to, and the hit he <laughs> took to the head down the stairs. Uh, he came back a completely different person. He was not a reverend before that. By the way, he's never been a reverend. Uh, <laughs> in no way, shape, or form. Dude, he has a section in here called References from Women Who Know Me Well. So that's coming. Oh, I, I'm so excited. Dude, this is a, oh, this is just so much here. So he's had this deeply painful sexual journey. Um, if we connect, I will be happy to tell you that story. Here, I will merely state the result. My sexual practice has evolved into a sacred spiritual practice, the highest form of meditation and worship. No condoms. <laughs> I believe women have a greater capacity to receive pleasure than men do, while men have a greater capacity to deliver pleasure than women do. Hence, my greatest pleasure is worshiping my goddess by giving her prolonged repeated explosive full body female experiences what does that mean rory sounds like a good time to me <laughs> jesus christ does anyone want to you know out? menstruation is technically a female experience he could be talking about that <laughs> i hope not <laughs> i love this thing called red wings i no <laughs> Do you know what that is? Nope. Don't want to know. Okay. I nope. won't tell you. All right. Nope. I respect you. Nope. A story for another time. Perhaps later. Uh, okay. Prolonged female experience. I am grateful to God that after more than two decades of inner and outer work practice, I seem to have mastered my abilities. I am a true tantra master. Physical technique matters, but far more important are a man's state of being and what's in his mind. By worshipping her sexually, as I proceed delicately, step by intimate step, and as she surrenders completely into our lovemaking. Reverend, make love to me. I can't. I crushed a butterfly. 
I will merge my male power with her female power, and with awesomely loving male intention, I will make her shimmer with divine light, I... make her belly overflow with butterflies, make her heart <laughs> See, sing butterflies. in wild, ecstatic rapture, and then make her explode again and again and again. I'm sufficiently creeped out now. And as she explodes... Her highest goddess qualities will manifest. In other words, every time we make love, she will become a happier, more powerful, more fully developed goddess. This practice is the most important thing in the whole world to me and the bedrock of our divine resonant tantric partnership. How's everyone at home doing? I feel like there's maybe we just give it a second in that nice silence because I feel like there's some people who are like I gotta skip over that. It's just so creepy. I am tapped out emotionally at this point. That <sighs> was hard to read. It's a little cringy. That is fucking weird shit. That is crazy. The most important thing in his life is their transformative fucking for strong male function. I take herbs that work better than Viagra and are entirely healthy. I knew so, there'd be a weird sex can, section. I'm can, so psyched. Can I just say, here's the thing. Why is he going into so much detail here when I still don't really know like what he does for a job? He likes ballroom dancing. I got to ask you how much of the other... Because like, every now and then you like to inflect and add your own little things in there. I'm not doing that this time. You haven't done a single one? No, no, no. I'm being very conscious to not misrepresent him. Wow, that's even worse. I'm putting a lot of like oomph into the way. Say okay, it. I'm just making sure. Okay, go on. Yeah. Hit, hit, hit. Uh, let's, let's go. My favorite exercise is sacred intimacy. I was never athletic, never had any interest in sports. So fucking is how he stays vigorous. Oh my God. Here we go. Here we go, dude. I have strong but uncommon feelings about animals. First, I love them from a distance. Physical contact with animals drains my energy. Second, I have been a vegetarian, not a vegan, for most of my life, and am puzzled why so many animal lovers and pet owners eat them. If you eat animals, I would prefer that you do that outside of our home. So welcome to vegetarianism. Just bam, right there. He hasn't mentioned that before, has he? No, because animals steal his energy, Rory. And that's it. Those are, wait, is that, is it, is it a drain or steal? Drain. Drain. Which I guess is the same... He means they... Physical contact with animals drains my energy. Not a lot that that can mean. That's fair. It's okay. pretty direct. All right. Touch a goat, and all of a sudden I need to take a nap. All right. I love classical music. <laughs> <laughs> what, is... <laughs> what, a, what a hard left turn. I cannot touch animals. He's so fucking great. I love classical music, mm -hmm. including opera and ballet. He lists a bunch of his favorite. I cannot touch ballet dancers. They drain my energy. <laughs> they give me lupus. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rachmaninoff, Brahms, Puccini, Schumann, and Chopin. I love the L.A. Philharmonic. I have friends in the orchestra. I don't believe you have friends. <laughs> However, I strongly dislike rock and rap, so if you enjoy them, you must listen privately. I stopped watching television in 1970 and never regretted it. Do you know how many schemes you could pull on him that are like commonplace on TV? You had me at hello. <laughs> Ooh. 
Ooh, I love that. It's beautiful. What's that from? I do, however, watch some videos and TV clips online. I rarely go to the movies because I have no interest in 99% of what the film industry produces and I'm often repulsed by it. I am too for very different reasons, I'm sure, but we have that in common. Yeah, that's fair. My two... Oh, no. <laughs> Every now and then, ready. the look on your face just like fills me with dread. <laughs> it should. Because my two greatest living heroes are my spiritual guru... Wait. Does it start with a D? Mm-hmm. Does it end? Or is, is it two words? Mm-hmm. D and T? Mm-hmm. No. My two greatest living no. heroes are my spiritual guru and Donald Trump. In very different ways, each has hugely contributed to my personal development, including my understanding of the world the problems I have faced, and my life mission. My gratitude to each of them is inexpressible. Incredibly, on top of the benefits I have personally received from Mr. Trump, which I will explain when we meet, benefits I have personally received from Mr. Trump, and I can't Uh, talk about it here. He is now President of the United States. No one of such immense greatness and deep devotion to God has occupied the White House since Abraham Lincoln. Indeed, the Democrats have not been this angry since Lincoln freed the slaves. I pray for Trump's safety and success several times daily as he sets America free. Dude. What the fuck? Do you still feel bad? That was the quickest answer to our anthropological question. Are we terrible people for doing this? I for once in a while, like every now and then, there's like I just I'm not really sure what to say. Uh, wow, that is some that is some shit. He does that expert flipper. He's like, you know, back in the day, it was the Democrats yeah, that, who were the racist ones. That angry projection. That whole, you know, wow, man. And like that's a whole thing we can get into, but there's just no point. And I'd like to think that uh, our audience is smart enough to already know that bit of history. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's, wow. Okay. That's something else, man. At the end, he says, I explain in greater detail in topic 10, politics, that I believe America and the world can and will be set free from the tyranny of the global elites. I see our divine resident tantric partnership playing a role in that process. (sighs) Okay, so he's just going to say what he just said. And then follow it up with that. They're going to fuck to save the world, Rory. He and his gal, they're going to fuck to save the universe. From the globalists. And he loves Donald Trump. Wow. It's his hero. It's gonna. He's going to put together a dream team. His perfect just, woman, his guru, and Donald Trump. I'm just waiting for like the next one where he's like, and also, we have to hurry because I have a brain tumor. <laughs> Like towards the end, it just starts like he just starts listing fruit, bananas, apricots, grapes. He was like, "Uh huh." This is all starting to track. Suddenly, we are the assholes again. <laughs> well, uh, dude, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I just wow. I'm, I'm with you. That was a long section. He makes me unhappy. <laughs> Can he, you guys hear? I, I think yeah. At some point, he's a goofy old man who's who's. You know, Grandpa's doing a goofball thing with HTML. We have stumbled onto, I mean, every time we dig deeper into him, it just 
opens up into more crazy origami. One of those things where you're like, Grampy's from a different time. <laughs> I don't mind the crazy things he says. Grampy's from a different dimension. I killed him in the war. And you're just like, okay, Grampy. You can't use those words anymore. Skynet is coming. Yeah. That was a little on the long side. You want to do one more? We'll do two this week? Because this, this, his goals got, one is shorter. We've got a little bit of time left. Yeah, we got a little bit. We're pushing it, but we got a little bit of time Go- left. Goals is shorter. We had a long first half, too. I feel so. like we, yeah, I want... After that, well, yeah, let's just run through it. Honestly, yeah, that's, that was that was more than I thought we were going to get today. I feel like I'm doing a lot more stammering than I normally do because I don't know what to say to those, some of those things. Seriously, I mean, it all speaks for itself. I don't, like, I don't know a thing about what this guy does. Topic five, my goals. My goals are large, sophisticated, spiritually focused, and encompass many fields. They form the core purpose of the divine resident tantric partnership I envision. I dearly hope they will inspire my goddess, parentheses, you, to adopt them as our goals. After revisiting them as needed to integrate them into your own goals. Indeed, I hope that the work we are each already doing will easily, seamlessly, and blissfully merge into a far greater whole. When he rhapsodizes like this, he's terribly uninteresting. When he makes wild claims like, Jesus is back. And I'm not going to tell you who he is. But I believe he's someone everybody knows. Also, that Donald Trump guy's pretty great. Wink, wink. Uh, (laughs) We'll talk more about it in person. Did you put together the picture? Did you follow the breadcrumbs? Yes, you have to wear the bag over your head the entire flight to my my house. (laughs) Climb into the hatch. (laughs) This is my love hatch. To squire you to a lifetime of ecstasy. At the top level of my spiritual organization, it is my overarching goal to uplift humanity and eliminate needless human suffering. Spiritual organization. Sorry, go ahead. Yep. It encompasses numerous projects to which I have devoted various portions of my adult life. As these projects move forward, a large number of people will become involved. So he's talking about building his cult in a compound. We'll all build it together on the weekends. I'm creating a network so that I can bring these people to me and they can start to learn my belief system. I will begin by gifting each woman who comes to the compound with my seed. And uh, we may start a new hyper-intelligent community of reincarnated moon babies. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Keep going. That's all I got. Jack off. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty much all that was it's not babies. my best work harmonic harmonic resonant moon babies harmonic resonant moon babies that's a good band name um that's a great name for the episode part three uh, yeah. part three harmonic resonant moon babies transforming education into the light so that each child born on this earth is taught the truth of life the truth of his or her own divine creative power and how to live in liberty in communion with god while respecting everyone else's liberty. This includes a massive upgrade in the effectiveness of mathematics education. So he thinks math will save the children and his fucking will save the universe. See, he seems like he's an old-school conservative who thinks that conservatism still stands for what it did back in the day when he was indoctrinated by conservatives. Uh, where they're like, it's a smaller government and personal responsibility. And uh, that's not what conservatism props up now he's sitting there talking about being against the globalist agenda 
which is sort of like that old Alex Jones mm-hmm. talk where it's basically like one world government, you know, kind of shit that there's like this sneaky cabal of the rich out there the trying OG to simply, NWO. Yeah, trying to control things and form everything into one controllable system. And uh also while supporting Donald Trump which is, you know, mm-hmm. something else. Lines up perfectly. Yeah, it all makes sense, it's, doesn't it? He also points. Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. Oh no, I suggest you ignore this sort of thing, and just enjoy yourself. <laughs> yes. Introducing tremendous light into the computer industry by repositioning it onto a spiritual foundation with our new IT platform it means nothing. <clears throat> I built a coding system around the Bible verses. <laughs> I was like, we're not going to use this. We're going to keep using, you know, Python and Ruby on Rails and uh, all great. Other Thanks, dude. Transforming the sciences into the light by eliminating uh, atheistic bias and scientific fraud, and by developing a new spiritual theory that will constitute a historic scientific leap. So he's going to exterminate. He's going to genocide the atheists. That's great. And scientists. This man dies at age seventy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were so close. My militia. Darn it. Advancing industrial financing into the light. He never really covered what the light is, by the way, including a new spiritually based investment paradigm through which I have already raised substantial funds. An invest a spiritually based investment paradigm. Does that mean he does the thing where he sends you the cloth and if you send him back five dollars, he'll transform the cloth into a paper boat and then you send him twenty dollars and he'll turn it into a vial of liquid. But you have to send it back to him within three days with fifty dollars. That whole scheme that the televangelists do? God, I have no idea. I bet that's what he means. Maybe. I would say that it sounds like he's the kind of person who would get those kind of millionaire investors who are old and afraid of death, and he cons them into giving him money by saying, like, hey, don't worry. If you believe what I believe, and it's very convincing, uh, there's resurrection. Not resurrection, but reincarnation. Don't worry. You're going to come back. It's fine. Listen to what I have to say. And you can keep all your money when you I'm come I'm going to explain it all, but what I need is money and time because I'm building this whole new structure. The world's going to see this whole thing. and Everything's going to change. It's going to be this whole different thing. But what I need is money so that I can show everybody. I, I, this is incredible. The layers to this are fucking incredible. I don't know. I'm a cynic, but that's what I'm getting out of it. I'm agreeing with you. Um Bringing the light of the spirit into healthcare by harmoniously integrating all healing knowledge, including mainstream medicine, alternative healing disciplines, spiritual healing, and the wisdom of our spiritual theory. Uh huh. Uh huh. Re- oh no. <laughs> Another one? Returning gender and sexuality to the light by teaching that gender and sex are essential to the creative process, that biological difference between the two genders should be honored and celebrated, and that sex should be practiced sacredly. This includes teaching men to be awesome males who deliver awesome sexual experiences to worthy women. But also, I'm great at plowing it out, so you know, I don't want to... Okay, Reverend. Come to my pussy-eating seminar. This crazy fuck. Jesus Christ. Now you get mad. You cross from like sad to flabbergasted to just like, where does this fucking guy get off? Yeah. How does he go home and fuck his wife? How does that oh, that's guy go right. home and fuck his wife? 
Transforming our legal system into the light by a variety of means, including widespread education in both substantive and procedural law, and by causing several significant amendments to the U.S. Constitution to be proposed and then ratified by the United States. He thinks he can do this? He thinks he can get fucking constitutional amendments proposed and ratified. This guy's manifesto is definitely on a list somewhere. This is his manifesto. Hi, FBI. I'm sorry. We're making fun of this guy. We We have no involvement. We got no involvement with this whack job. Thanks for listening. In fact, you're probably going to have to listen to the next one just out of obligation. I don't know if you're like an intern or if you're new, but that's, you know. This helps you in your case in any way. We comply every step of the way. Yeah, I agree. These guys are nuts. Jesus Christ. Moving on. <laughs> Justice must become the norm. Injustice must be drastically reduced. Well, we can agree on that. There must be no, a... Shut s- up! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. What did we just say? Fuck. I don't want to get in there. There's going to be... you walk into work one day. Roy Fitzgerald just give a lounge. Oh, damn it. Please, I just wanted to get into please, heaven. Please get into this unmarked van. Oh, man. Shit. It's <laughs> just me already waiting for you. Hey, Rory. <laughs> they hey, got man. you with the van, too? Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> we just laughed to ourselves. Blackjack. <laughs> like, no, these guys are idiots. <laughs> there must be a single system of justice for all, not one system for the global elites and their agents that lets them get away with and cover up monumental crimes, including mass murders and another system for everyone else. So even playing field, he thinks Donald Trump is going to deliver an egalitarian system of laws and justice. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Cool. Good luck, dude. Yep. Transforming population paradigms into the light. It all makes sense, man. It all makes sense now that I've read his manifesto. (laughs) This planet can sustain a vastly larger human population than its present 7 billion people. Perhaps even 100 billion people. You know what? You know how? Have you ever seen the Jetsons? (laughs) Are you familiar with the Vril conspiracy theory? Have you ever met George Jetson? His boy? Zipping around the stars. Daughter Judy? (laughs) 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 Oh, God. So he thinks we can hold 100 billion people. The unseen reality is that as many as a trillion souls are waiting on the other side of the veil for their chance to incarnate here for the humany, for the human experience and hopefully avoid the abortion butchers. <laughs> Without our help, or with our help, we can fulfill all our destinies. When I said he was going to make every woman in the compound take a vial of his semen, uh, it's getting, it it's is getting absolutely what's happening because those okay. babies are vessels for his friends on the other side. Let's just break down what he just said. The veil. They're waiting on the other side of the veil, the veil. to be born. And to evade hope. the abortion butchers. So there it is. Now we finally got a little bit more of this dude's belief system here. Because that's the end of section five. So we're going to stop was the there. End. That's the end. Was with the abortion butcher. The abortion and the butchers. Veil. And the veil. That sounds like a great name for this episode. No, don't. Abortion Butchers in the Veil. Yeah. No, it's got to be Republican Goddess Part 3. Yeah. People follow it. That's true. Um, <laughs> How original. Can't we be original like this guy? <laughs> so this is, I like I like that we did this the last time where we kind of like analyzed what we talked about at the end. We did a little postlude here. He does a lot of this like weird, fluty, you know, 
It's going to be this wonderful, magical, special, tantric, explosive, happy experience. The Democrats hated Lincoln for freeing the slaves. I'm an IT professional and a consultant. I've lived a thousand past lives. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I just... uh, It's what a weird... And the thing would be interesting is if he took all the stuff that was seemingly normal, put it in one paragraph, and then took all the crazy shit and crammed it into the second paragraph. I feel like it would read a lot more consistent you know what i mean here's a spoonful of normal and here's crazy town but instead he kind of mixes it in there so you never ever get your equilibrium you know what i mean he's all over the place yeah he's all over the here's place. the religion here's the politics instead it's a little bit of both and the smattering of you know it's going to be a world of love and happiness and this and a lot of it means nothing when he talks about the light and, and, and the way he says stuff. He says he's a genius. Well, and he also but... talks about freedom and, and individuality, and then he makes all of these demands about how everything should be. He thinks he can change local, state, and federal government, let alone the world government, let alone, alone like spiritual and ecumenical government. He thinks he has the power to do this. That's a dangerous individual, I would dare say. I would say, you know, it's... I don't know if I would go so far as to call him dangerous because he's mixing too much of, like, the the love and peace part of religion with the rigid, uh, you know, strict authoritarianism of, of you know, conservative policy AKA nowadays. a cult. Yeah. And so here's the thing. The love and blah, blah cult gets you somewhere and the strict Christian blah blah cult will get you somewhere mixing the two makes people think you're a fucking nutbag well that's right across the fucking board that's ultimately what it is he looks like a nutbag when i but like the fact that these are his thought processes he's putting them out there and he's expecting people to resonate with them is scary and i'm not i don't mean dangerous like this guy's gonna blow up a hospital or i'm personally afraid of him it's just it's a window into I mean, the you soul wouldn't of people necessarily like this will actually exist. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily see that guy and think that this is all the stuff that he's into. Mm-hmm. You could see someone on the train who has a website exactly like this yeah. and not know it. Yeah, other people. You walk by are people terrifying. maybe who who believe this stuff some days. You know, especially if you live in a city. If you live in a big city, there's always the chance that you're driving by someone who's just like, "Blessed be in the tantric crystals." Hail Trump! <laughs> Drive you're like, what the fuck was that? Wizards for Trump. Yeah, you just yeah. That's <laughs> a fucking hilarious bumper sticker. <laughs> Except again, Poe's Law. You know, you get the shit kicked out of yeah. you. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother! I'm a ninth level mage, and I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. So fuck you. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> Druids for Bernie. <laughs> Just get into the fights. <laughs> Lightning bolt. <laughs> they meet on the fields. I mean, we're getting punchy because our brains uh, are fucking scrambled. Oh, that's that. crazy. I don't have the cognitive capacity to, to. I feel like we're doing the listeners a disservice not what doing a, a better job analyzing. What a wonderful fuck. rabbit hole, though. I mean, they were there. They heard what they we were heard. There. I want to I want to break it down for you, you know, guys, but honestly, it's a lot. He threw a lot at us today. Just promise me, folks, don't read ahead. Let it be a surprise like it is for us cuz that shit's <laughs> Oh, that's a good point. We gave them the website. I hope no one read ahead. If you did, you know, it's your own fault. But jeez, man. No spoilies for 
those of us who are going on this journey. I'm just waiting for him to like hit me with like the like. I'm wondering if the worst thing he's said is up is like yet to come. You know, I wonder if the worst thing on the whole site is going to be something towards the end, or if he's already said it. You know what I mean? Because he's said some pretty fucking outrageous shit so far. He just wrapped the midpoint with abortion butchers. So yeah, can we go any lower? That that those in those two parts, he said that. He talked about the Democrats being upset that Lincoln freed the slaves. Um, what else? I mean, he and again, he gave us really basically nothing about himself. And think about all of the criteria that he knows immediately about this girl. If he, if they finally fucking meet, he knows so much about her, and she's gonna be like, "You're a consultant for an IT thingy." That uh, that's right, baby. Yeah, like there's no way to go. Like, what a weird fucking playing field you would go into and i hate like describing like a relationship or a uh like the first time you meet like in a date like what a weird fucking dynamic that would create that's like the most uncomfortable thing ever it's it's really really weird dude you know? his whole religion is ghostbusters and don't get me wrong if you're smart which you know we're, we're, i mean look you're sitting there and you're learning a lot about this guy from his website you know we're learning a lot about without learning a lot about him really you know what i mean you learn Arguably, what you need to know you learn what you need to know and hopefully it's enough to stay away um you know there's some sick fuck out there who might be like you know what i'll i'll do a convincing job acting it and i'll get in deep and i'll, I'll see what this is like up close and personal yeah maybe and that's the person we need to find and send undercover if that's you oh man let us know what that's like and please record it his whole religion is ghostbusters like, I'm the gatekeeper, are you the key master? That's incredible. And they're going to bring the great light and the marshmallow man. What if, like, dude, what if he was like, yeah, he's like, the one movie I saw was Ghostbusters, <laughs> and it changed me. <laughs> changed my Have life. Have you heard the words of Bill Murray? You're just like, dude, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> oh, we're getting sued. <laughs> oh, shit. Can't use that. Cut that out, cut that out. Cut it. Uh yeah, we're getting we're we're getting there. We're 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 pretty much there. I just I'm 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 flabbergasted that this is this is like a real this gets realer every time we do it. Cuz when I brought it in here, I had no idea how in depth it was going to go. I had no idea if it was even going to be that interesting. I was like, "Man, maybe it'd be a good thing to talk about. Might be kind of funny." Well, you know what a question I have that I'm kind of been thinking about is this guy seems pretty motivated on finding somebody. So is this his only avenue for looking for somebody? He's like, well, the site's up. That's all I can do. And dusts his hands off and walks inside. <laughs> or is he like actively out there in communities being like, fancy a drink? And like, you know, going out and meeting people. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's a, no, you know, he seems like nice enough. And he like slowly eases them to like the third day. He's like, so the fourth dimension is the, you know, and just. Picture this mozzarella stick yeah. as an interdimensional being. Yeah. Just. <laughs> It makes me wonder. Dude, I mean, yeah, is he like, yeah. Is he hitting the bar scene? Cruising the local tavern scene in wherever part of Los Angeles like, he's at? No, drinking is a sin. <laughs> Don't pollute your beautiful body. <laughs> she would never drink. What? I, here's a question, uh -huh, and this okay. is going to sound like me. That's fine. Trying to be like funny for funny's sake. I, I, I mean a genuine. But you mean this is a real question. This is a real question. Do you think if a woman has breast implants and she's otherwise perfect and he wants natural breasts, he's going to tell her to remove them? I think he's gonna. it's going to stop him from dating her. In t wholesale, you think so? I Actually, you know what? I don't know. Or do you think he'd lean on her and go, get rid of the breast implants? <laughs>
putting myself in a woman's shoes in that situation, if I haven't walked up to that point, that's when I walk. You want me to surgically fucking change myself for you? Well, I, it's it's hard to say because what kind of person am I that, you know, gets that far with this guy? Right. Like, like in an honest sense. That's a good point. I feel like it's a really hard perspective regardless of gender, honestly. Like, the, how do you put yourself in a perspective? Like, how do, how do I... How do I think from an honest place what it would be like to get this far into the reverend's world where I've met him and, you know, he's now critiquing me in a personal place where he's recommending surgery. I feel like I, I've i never been there in my life or anything close to that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do I frame, like, my my level of self-confidence, uh, you know, my level, of, uh, my level of comfort in that moment? Like, how far deep am I? Have I moved into the compound yet? Right. <laughs> That's... Are you still sleeping in the East Wing? Have I sold my car? Is he traded over my money for the bottle cap currency that they use at the compound? You know? These are all hard questions to answer. He he stirs up a lot of emotions and a lot of questions. (laughs) I just, I gotta see the compound now. Like, (sighs) nope, the FBI's like, listen, Roy. Once you step in there, you're on the list. <laughs> you you think it's a joke, but we just we can't tell. You guys are sarcastic sometimes, but if you're here walking into the you, all right, once you go in there, I'm like I got to see the cots. I got <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, have fun. We really liked Whale Hospital. Goodbye. Clack. Rack. Rory is podcasting live from the center of the compound. Do 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 do. <laughs> the thing about resonance is I'm just <laughs> with my guest for the unprecedented 118th time, Reverend William Daddy. Yeah. That's right, Rory. Today we will spread my message. Can I sleep now? <laughs> Not yet. Not just yet. Can I have some rice? <laughs> what did I say about animals? They drain me. That's right, they do. Oh my oh god, dude! Boy. I I I think we've. It's a good stopping point. <laughs> it's a good stopping point, and I think what was it? Ten sections. Yeah, Is we it? only did four and five today. So we've got six, seven, think, eight, nine, ten. We need to promise. We need, we need to promise to plow through the next few uh, a little bit. We rambled in there a bit, but some they of them were a little shorter. All right, I'll t- I'll tell you what I'll do. Mm-hmm. In the interest of transparency, I will. Do that squinty thing where, like, you don't want to see movie spoilers. You want to go down and see, like, box office yeah, or So you don't get those shocked pauses and then we're like, oh, my God. So I won't see anything he's saying. I can just see, like, approximately how much text is coming. <laughs> Sometimes that's my favorite part, though, is I'm reading your face as you read. You go, oh, my God. I go, oh, this is going to be. Like, this is going to be awful. <laughs> Some of them pretty much knock me for a damn loop. But, yeah. A lot of them do. So, I mean, yeah, I think we've got. I mean, I thought I originally envisioned this as a four-part thing because I feel like that's where it like three to four. I don't know if we can knock out the rest of it. If we want to, we're gonna have to do a full pod. We next might time. have to full pod. If you to guys wrap it want up. us to drag this out for a couple more episodes, let us know. If you want us to just finish it the fuck up next episode, let us know. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, even if one of you, if only one of you makes a comment on Twitter, yeah, do the one way. That's what we're doing, damn you, it! You influence us. You will influence us either way. It's happening. So it's so. one big one or it's two more. Yep. Hit us up. Let us know. Um, the other thing you can do is you can rate us. You can review us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your, your podcast Wherever you from. get your Stitcher. Catch. We're working on getting on a Spotify. 
Hooray, are we? Well, yeah, the other day I realized, hey, we should be on Spotify. Oh, so that's we're fun. working on it. We're working on it, everybody. <laughs> Check uh, us out um, on Spotify maybe one of these days. We'll wouldn't, let you know. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> sure would feel legitimate then. Crazy. Melissa Etheridge is on Spotify too. <laughs> like, Really? Imagine me and Melissa Etheridge both on Spotify. Can you? Hard to believe. Can you? It's crazy. Can, so you can, can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Can you? At Skimbo Lounge. <laughs> Um, reach out to us. Tell us some more stuff you want to hear. Uh, if you're a musician, by the way, we would like to start putting our stuff on YouTube so we uh-huh. can't really have music with rights. I don't know what that means for the theme song. Um, we'll but, have to figure that out. Obviously. Yeah, we might. We need some royalty free music. And if you music, are a so. musician and you'd like us to end uh, the episode with your song, we'll totally do that. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Instead of the repeating the, uh, yeah. the thing Instead again. of the good night, we'll go, this is, uh, we'll name your band, we'll name the song, we'll name the album. That's give a you a little idea. shout out and go this is them blah blah and uh we'll we'll end it with that so i think that's a good idea and just like Doesn't yeah, that sound fun get interacting with us we we love when you stop by we love hearing from you so let us know we're ever so lonely <laughs> <laughs> i think that's it for another week rory you got anything you want to plug uh come check no <laughs> <laughs> not even your butt no <laughs> disappointed in you I'm disappointed in myself. Well, then that should just be the end of the episode then. And until next time, thank you, fuck you, and goodbye.